Welcome to episode two of the new Valley View Pre-K-5 Instructional Technology Podcast. The first show is on mindful movement. Today's episode is on digital citizenship. I am your host, Scott Dillard, the Valley View Instructional Technology Specialist for Pre-K-5. To keep with the theme of the first show or episode, let's be mindful about digital citizenship. Let's start with defining digital citizenship. If you do a Google search, the most common definition of digital citizenship is that it's normal, appropriate, responsible behavior with regard to technology use. I must be honest, I don't care for that definition. Why? What does that mean? Uh, Here's the definition that I like. Digital citizenship is being responsible, respectful, kind, and safe online. Here are a few more definitions that I really like. There are many things in life that are private. The internet is not one of them. Use the grammar rule. If you don't want grandma to read it, don't write it. There are many things in life that are private. The internet is not one of them. There are also nine themes that make up digital citizenship. These include digital access, digital commerce, digital communication, digital literacy, digital etiquette, digital law, digital rights and responsibilities, digital health and wellness, and digital, gosh, digital security. Say that enough times. Uh, Check out the podcast transcript for the link to learn more about the nine elements of digital citizenship. Have you heard of the buzzword digital native or digital immigrant? A basic definition of a digital native is one who has never known a world without the internet. It's an integral part of one's life. A digital immigrant has had to migrate, sometimes not by choice, to the online world. You probably know educators who are digital natives and digital immigrants. You'd probably be hard-pressed to find a student who isn't a digital native. Statistics show that 98% of 18 to 24-year-old Americans are internet users. I would think it's not much lower for our elementary students. For even K-2 to students, over one-third already have a smartphone. Pull your students sometime. You would be surprised. So, why is digital citizenship important? Why is it the theme of episode two? This quote uh, sums it up quite nicely. What you do on the internet remains intact forever. The web is a tool, one that leaves a lasting impression with your actions, both good and bad. Whatever you do online is for the world to see. What is the digital legacy you will leave behind? What are you doing online today that will impact your future? Are you a good digital citizen? To continue, decisions have a lasting impact. How much more when your decision is made online where it can't be erased? A small decision online spreads instantly worldwide. Just look at the headlines, just about any day of the week. You can't take it back. It's there forever. It's there for your friends to see, but also strangers who can harm you. Your parents have access, so do your teachers, your leaders, even your children and grandchildren one day. And don't forget your bosses. A responsible digital citizen will leave a lasting impression to be proud of, something you would want your boss, as previously mentioned, your friends or your grandchildren to see. Parents and teachers can teach children and students how to behave online. By teaching the children good digital citizenship, our students, you are keeping our students safe and helping them build an online presence that they'd be proud of, even at the age of 80. But how can we teach digital citizenship? 
Overwhelmed is often used to describe elementary educators. So what can we do? What is not very effective is that digital citizenship shouldn't be just one more thing. Digital citizenship needs to be weaved into the curriculum as much as possible. But most importantly, we must model good digital citizenship. Our students watch us. They know we have to be good digital citizens ourselves. For example, use the Explore feature in Google Docs to highlight copyright and intellectual rights. When students insert a photo into a Google Doc, explain the usage rights feature in Google Images. Educators can also teach digital citizenship lessons. Of course, there are many resources available. We here at Valley View have many digital citizenship resources as well that, is worth, uh, that are worth checking out. Please check the podcast transcript for those links. Encourage digital literacy by helping students determine how to use the internet to spot what is fake or real. Encourage and teach digital etiquette. Students should be taught to behave the same online as they would in class. Use appropriate language online. Be respectful. And try to spell correctly. Use spell check. Even capitalize your proper nouns. Be a good model and explain the importance of digital security, including protecting your passwords and personal information. And educators, please stop visibly sharing your passwords with each other. Cite sources appropriately. Model for students how to properly care for all those gadgets, the Chromebooks, by taking good care of, of your laptop and any other devices that you may have, your, your, your smartphone. Educators, please model how to protect from the dangers online. And please be mindful of cyberbullying. Bullying of any kind is not kind, nor appropriate, or should it ever be tolerated. There are consequences of cyberbullying, just like bullying in person. And there's no shame in being a target. Encourage your students to communicate when cyberbullying occurs. Remember, even when you don't have time to teach a digital citizenship lesson, Maybe you are overwhelmed. You still can model, model, and model. Walk the walk. Remember, it takes a team. Students need their parents and guardians and the educational community to be good digital citizens, regardless of who is digital native or a digital immigrant. There should be open communication between parents and guardians and educators. I like this acronym quite a bit, THINK. The T stands for, is it true? And this applies to digital citizenship. H, is it helpful? I, is it inspiring? N, is it necessary? And K, is it kind? Help students take ownership of their digital lives. A quote from 2009, so 10 years ago, that is even more relevant today is, I could see a day in the not too distant future where your digital footprint will carry far more weight than anything you might include in a resume. Here's a top 10 list. Shout out to David Letterman, for those who remember him, of things students and educators, all of us, should be mindful of about our digital footprints. What we're leaving online for the world to see. Number one, when you visit websites, search and interact online, a trail of information is left behind, always. Two, elements of your digital footprints can be searched or shared. Three. Digital footprints can be helpful or harmful to reputations both now and in the future. Four, 
Once online, things can exist forever, even if you try to delete it. Five, you should always think before you post online. Six, personal information or opinions sent to one person can be shared with a larger audience. Seven, Googling yourself can be a good habit to get into. Eight, older inactive accounts should be disabled, not just deleted. Nine, you should keep certain personal details private and that you can control the privacy settings on many of your own online accounts. 10, we need to be mindful of the digital footprints of others too. So ask before tagging others in a photo. Finally, for specific lessons, Common Sense Education has really all the resources you need to teach digital citizenship. And in addition, we have so many uh, resources at Valley View. And again, they will all be uh, added in the transcript and there'll be a links that you can click on um, when you look at the transcript. Um, so that wraps it up for episode two. You can reach me at dillardse at vvsd.org and on Twitter at thefitfrugaledu. Don't forget the elementary technology newsletter that comes out almost every week during the school year. Go to the Valley View homepage at www.vbst.org. <clears throat> uh, hover your uh, mouse over education and click on instructional technology. Click on elementary technology newsletter. And uh, finally, uh, check the Valley View pre-K to five instructional technology website at sidestackgoogle.com forward slash vvsd.org forward slash pre-k dash five instructional tech. You can listen directly to this podcast at anchor.fm forward slash pre-k to five vvsd. And I'm happy to say that the podcast is also available on Apple iTunes. Do a Google search for Valley View pre-k to five instructional technology. I'll add the links to, uh, again, uh, to all of this in uh, the podcast transcript. So, uh, moving forward, episode three, uh, coming up probably in a couple weeks, will be on the four C's of education. So look for that uh, in the upcoming weeks. And so for Valley View, um, for the Instructional Technology Department, Valley View, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it.